What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. We are back from hiatus. Yeah, fairly long hiatus. Yeah, fairly long hiatus. We had we a lot of things were coming up for both me, myself, and Kendall, or preventing us from doing the show. But we're back finally. Um, so sorry for the wait. But we are back with some uh, uh, good news. We're not going to talk about every little thing because there's, there's always lots of little yeah, things. Yeah, that's always the luxury about, you know, when we take these breaks is that mm-hmm. there's a lot of nuggets to talk about, a lot of major things. So sometimes yeah, we yeah, have so, weeks. Yeah, we have weeks where there's nothing. Yeah, it's seemingly a short nothing. week and like nothing, <laughs> nothing to talk about. Uh, but yeah, we got, we got, we, yeah, so we got some big stories for you guys. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, as you heard, Kendall's here with me, of course. Yes. Um... Uh, I got somebody else here. Yes. So we got a special guest here on the Imperial Broadcast. Uh, we got the Mr. Producer, New Generation. Executive Producer. Executive Producer. Elijah Stewart is here in the studio. EJ, what's going on? The big dog is in the house. What's up, people? Sorry, for sorry, headphone listeners. <laughs> but yes. We, <laughs> I do this every time I come on Imperial. So if you're not listening to Imperial and I've been on before, apologies. But I, I do that every time. Shout out to John, uh, John Randall, who I got that from. Um, John up? Randall, former Viking. Yeah, Viking fan, NFL <laughs> people. Uh, shout, out, shout out to everybody who listens to the show. And thanks for you guys having me as always. I, I know you guys have been on a long hiatus. Everything in New Generation is kind of was stalled for a little while uh, between um, personal stuff. Trip to Miami, uh, vacation. It just was a lot happening over yeah. the last month, really. Yeah. And um, so so I felt like you know, <laughs> unless your your listeners didn't want to hear me, I felt like you know for the first Imperial back in a while, it was good that I hop on for a little bit, chat with y'all. Yeah, man. Yes, absolutely. Uh, all right. So we got some big stories. The first <laughs> one is major, mega. Yeah, it's got some mega stories apparently. So the first one is is the biggest one. This is coming. I, I mean, I say it's coming from Deadline. There was first there was a rumor from the law, a smaller site called I believe it's called Cineflix. Yeah, Cineflix. They had the that, they had this rumor that now, that Obi Wan had put pen to paper, quote unquote, yeah. and signed a contract that is official that he's now, doing the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Hollywood Reporter. Then Deadline. Deadline comes out, and then we get Hollywood Reporter, Variety, all these other all sites claiming they got sources, all saying they have sources. But the real them. source, Cineflix. Shout Cineflix, out to them, man. Shout out to Cineflix. We know they, they uh, found this scoop first. Yeah, we know on uh, Hero Talk, we were very we're very quick to be like, you know, what's an unverified source, what's a verifiable source? And, you know, we're very quick to kind of, you know, denounce anything that's not a major outlet. So, shout out to them. They had the exclusive. They deemed it an exclusive. And these other places jumped on the bandwagon, so... Yes. You know, all credit where credit's due. Definitely so, want to shout out all independent media. Yes. As we are independent media as well. Not in the scoop business, but in the commentary business. So <laughs> Not yeah. in the scoop business yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but definitely want to shout out to Cineflix for, for, for getting that. Yes. So uh, so we have the news uh, that uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is coming to Disney+. Plus. Yes. And Ewan McGregor. And Ewan McGregor is playing Obi-Wan Kenobi. So this is something that... Uh, we had been hearing for a long time. This is something that uh, we had been hearing, honestly, for years, uh, going back to I believe even last year. I think. Yeah, basically uh, since Disney bought. Star yeah, Wars. since Disney bought Star this Wars, the, the work that the movie. That, 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 oh, the movie is coming. The movie is coming. And when Disney TV Plus came coming, around, yeah, and then Disney Plus, and, and they were like, "Oh, no, actually, it's gonna be Disney Plus." I mean, there was yeah. literally the same Hollywood Reporter type places were reporting. We had a movie. 
We had a, yes. we had a director. <laughs> we had a writer. We had a director. Yeah. You know, we had a story that was coming together, and then, but never officially was announced by Lucasfilm. That's why I always I'm always patient when it comes to Lucasfilm because they'll they're quick to say Ryan Johnson's having a trilogy, something that we hadn't heard about, and then or they're quick to say Benioff and Weiss is getting a trilogy, we're getting a movie, but then Obi Wan, which is being reported by everybody that has a source, they don't say anything about. Yeah. So right. very interesting situation. I don't know if those people were wrong. I think those people probably had some real sources, that, but things probably fell apart some way. Probably. But I think it's now not falling apart. Yes. Um, now, needless to say, I am ecstatic about this. Uh, now, this, uh, I, I think this is very much needed at this point yes. in time for the Star Wars franchise, Absolutely, for the Star Wars man. fan base. Everyone is very divided now with regards to The Last Jedi, with regards to things like uh, Resistance and things like, uh, you know... Rogue, not Rogue One, but Solo. Solo. A lot of Disney Star Wars. A lot, yeah. A lot of Disney Star Wars. Even Galaxy's Edge, people... uh, Galaxy's Edge, you know, people talking about how it's empty, (laughs) how there's nobody going, which that'll be a story for another another week. Uh, Because I'm hearing a lot of stuff about that, too. But, uh, but yeah, so I think this is a the good time. Strike with iron you, is, is not so hot. Do you think the timing suggests that we're 100% getting an announcement at D23? I wouldn't say 100%. Oh. I, I can, when it comes to D23, I, nothing's yeah. ever 100%. No, yeah, I agree with that. What do you but, think, EJ? Yeah, what do you I think? I think I lean that it will probably happen, honestly. I'm not going to say it's 100%. Um, this kind of reminds me a little bit of the, um, the Thor the Thor movie right. getting kind of leaked before Taika Waititi yeah Comic Con mm-hmm. that Waititi signed on to Thor right, right, for yes. and a lot of people were like oh man that kind of ruins what would have been a really good surprise for Comic Con luckily they had an- another surprise that you know it would be, be Natalie Portman involved right, uh, that right. so that, that didn't kill the, the mood completely but I kind of feel like this might be kind of a similar thing where this was going to be a massive massive uh, drop that they were going to have at D23 that maybe uh, this uh, Cineflix got ahead of. And then they, uh, but then they're going to announce, by the way, you know, uh, all in Iron Rice can be Han Solo in the show. You know, just to add, a, just, a, just, a, <laughs> just, just to add another layer to it like, like Marvel did. Um, yeah, no, this is, this is obviously exciting. I think uh, Hollywood Reporter said it's going to be six to eight episodes, a miniseries type thing. Which kind of fits what Marvel's doing with their Disney Plus series. Right. We don't. Do we know how long the Mandalorian? I don't is? think we know how long. I'm gonna look it up. I, I don't think I, we I know how long. That was gonna be ten is. to twelve. Yeah, thirteen me episodes. I, me, or me too. I assumed about as much you know, as well. So that though that I don't know what the deal is with that. Whether or not they're making this different than the Mandalorian, or whether or not Mandalorian is just gonna be different than every other live action series on Disney Plus. But. Um, no, I mean, this. there's a lot of different ways they can go with this show. Um, a lot of people speculating, will we get characters from Solo? Will we get characters from Rebels? Will we get, uh, you know, characters from Clone Wars? You know, like, there, will we get someone like Jar Jar or someone from the movies that interact with Obi-Wan in the prequel trilogy? There's a lot of stories they can tell with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, you know, the, <laughs> despite, you know, some of the people at Lucasfilm making jokes about, you know, how there's nothing to tell about Obi-Wan because he was just swatting flies in the, de- in the desert <laughs> or whatever. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. But regardless, uh, 
It's just okay. look. I, I'm not. So, and the Mandalorian season one is eight episodes. Oh, okay. So well. this this does fit the the, the playbook. Um, a little disappointing. <laughs> a little <laughs> I thought it was thirteen episodes, <laughs> but regardless, um, I I mean, it, there there's a lot of potential, but I will still. I'm not gonna go all in in terms of like hype until I get the announcement mm-hmm. because we got this six months ago. Yeah, nothing, we, nothing came of it. Yeah, we, yeah, eight got, months we, ago. We literally right? got this like eight months ago from uh, in Newsnet. Yeah, Newsnet, Newsnet and, and Hollywood. They had Reporter. a scoop. Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. You know, we were getting actual castings and actual you know crew was coming together. So, I mean, I, I'll I'll hold off until I get the announcement. But this does feel as as final as it's ever been. Yeah, yeah, this definitely seems very, as you said, final, and that now all we're waiting for pretty much is the announcement that, that it's it's gonna happen. And yeah. as you guys said, it's I definitely agree with you, Sham, that uh, that Star Wars and Lucasfilm needs a win. Um, the Disney era has been polarizing, and it's kind of surprising when you think about it, only because I mean I don't know if anyone can argue that the Disney era has been better than the you know. The, the post Phantom Menace era. I mean, maybe you would argue because you love that era, right? But I think I think generally, <laughs> generally speaking, I think a lot of people look at it better. But I just feel like the social media era and the kind of uh, groupthink era we live in now, the voices that dislike this 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 era of Star Wars is just louder. So mm-hmm. it's kind of funny that you know for movies that have done so well commercially and for the most part even critically right they still had needed a win so bad but they definitely did yeah and if there was anything that could give them a win um undisputedly it was pretty much doing this was was doing something with obi-wan post uh revenge of the sith and telling the story we didn't know of what Uh, happened to him after that and of every star wars character actor property I mean, outside of the original trilogy, um, and for even including the original trilogy, I mean, Ewan McGregor is top five yeah. in terms of he's, most untouchable. Yeah, he's, his approval rating amongst yeah. all Star Wars fans is 95. Yeah, all 95. Stars. Yeah. You know, in the prequel high. trilogy, is, there's nobody in that range besides yeah. maybe Palpatine, <laughs> Ian yeah. McDermott. Like, yep. everyone else, they're, they're, people are shaky on people. Hayden Christensen, Natalie Portman, blah, blah, blah. So. If they're gonna do something like that, they can't do the original trilogy people because a lot of them are older and they're using them in the movies. But if they can, if they're gonna take anyone from the prequel trilogy or anyone from the sequel trilogy, this is the guy that has the the most equity with Star Wars fans, and he's also the guy that did Beauty and the Beast with them, and is a pretty hot name, and also did Christopher Robin with them. So Disney has a relationship with Ewan McGregor, so it made plenty of sense for both parties to say, "Look, we got this Disney Plus thing." got Star Wars, we're already pretty much down with the team, let's just get this done, and I mean, it, it, it's, it makes perfect sense for this to happen, um, which is why it's happening, and I mean, it's just, uh, and now it's just a discussion of what's the execution going to be, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. what type of show are they going to do, what type yeah. of story can they do, are we happy that it's going to be six to eight episodes, you right. know? Do you think this will be... So I have a few questions. These are questions that have been asked endlessly. Is Jar Jar by, coming back? Well, not yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. That's a big question. But um, these are questions that have been asked endlessly by everyone that's ever talked about Obi Wan. Could Obi having a movie, TV show, whatever? Yeah. 
So is he going to stay on Tatooine? Is he going to leave Tatooine? Yeah. Does it matter? Are we in Luke Skywalker? Are we getting Luke Skywalker? Or is is uh, is, is Maul going to come back? People are always talking about yeah, Maul. I do not want to see Maul. You don't want to see Maul? If, why? How would he even be included in this? We saw Maul and Rebels. Yeah. You know, get killed by Obi Wan. Yeah, we saw that confrontation. We yeah. saw that. Yeah. So are, are they going to interact? <laughs> that was. I assumed at the time that was going to be like the first time they seen each other. Yeah, and they, in they definitely played it up like that. Yeah, they yeah. played it up like that. So we're we just going to undercut everything they did on Rebels for the sake of. I mean, they can do it. Yeah. It makes more money for them. But now that cheapens what's going to happen in Obi Wan. It cheapens what happens on Rebels. Yeah. And <laughs> there are plenty of Obi Wan stories you can do that don't involve Darth Maul. You know, definitely. like. So I, I mean, I don't want to see Darth Maul. Um, at least, look, you can have Darth Maul. It's hard to have Darth Maul without having him fight Obi Wan. Like, exactly. why would you include him? We did have the tease in Solo with Darth Maul, so we know that they have that they may want to do something with Darth Maul, Ray Park. But my guess is they might tie that story in with Obi Wan, whatever the crimson, the Crimson Dawn, what they call themselves, or the the syndicate, the crime syndicate. Or was it Crimson yeah. Dawn? He was I, yeah, Crimson Yeah, I think it was, it was uh, Crimson Dawn. It was the Crimson Dawn? Yeah, and the crime syndicate or whatever is going on down there uh, in the underground. You can have that story told that they teased in Solo, but the problem is if you tell that story, it ultimately people will want to lead to it being a, a, another mall or yeah, Obi-Wan. Exactly. Which, if you're going to have those two clash, like the, like happen, like what happened in Rebels, it has to come to a, to a final. We can't have a they clash and then... Maul's like, oh, I'm leave. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to see Maul. Uh, so, uh, I know a lot of people are still talking about Maul. Um, uh, people talking about, oh, possible reunion. I don't want to see a reunion. I feel I liked how it ended in Rebels. Um, when it comes to Obi-Wan staying or leaving, I, I'm fine either way. I lean towards him staying on Tatooine. I know some people say, you know, listen, I don't want to see him on a dustball planet. For ninety, for however many. That's the story they told. Hours, of, but that's that's. I feel like right that would you. just. I feel like that would maintain the honor of him watching Luke. Right, that's what I worried about too. Because you know? like, that's what was he dislike? Was he uh, you know, was he neglecting his job? Yeah, his, his, I, his, I mean, know? I mean, something else could have come up. I guess something galaxy, <laughs> right. kill, some galaxy killer or yeah, something. Exactly. I don't know, but. I mean, I like the idea of him being there watching Luke and something showing up on Tatooine, yes. which, again, that's, that story's been told endlessly right? through the comics, through the Kenobi novel that came out, yeah. where something's on Tatooine and it's messing with everything and it's threatening Luke, it's threatening everybody, right. and he Obi-Wan has to, has, has, to to, has to step in and right. fix the issue. And that I feel like that's the, the story that can be told, that should be told, and I don't think he has to go off planet. I feel like if he does, hopefully it'll be something brief. And it, what's good is that like Obi Wan, you can also do deal with the struggle of like Obi Wan having to hide his identity as a Jedi, yes, and like absolutely. having to like I, I feel can't like intervene. Be, I feel like that should be central. Yeah, that should be part one of the central themes of the show is that he's a guy that's a superhero essentially that can't intervene because yes. he's undercover. Yeah. He's you know covert. You know he can't he can't let people know he's got all these force abilities and you know all this lightsaber and this that and the other thing and I mean that's going to be interesting to see them explore that and Ewan McGregor is such a good actor he, he did the Obi Wan role so well I mean this I mean this is this is going to be very fun I mean it's going to make me want to rewatch the prequel movies it's going to be super fun 
It's gonna be super fun. They could they could throw in so many crazy Easter eggs. Is there any? And this is gonna be a yeah. They can definitely throw Easter eggs in there. Is there any possibility or any way they can throw Vader in there? Throw Vader Vader? in? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um. I I don't really want to see I I mean and and I know Obi Wan Kenobi invader that's like a classic yeah of course it's like you know Ali and Frazier <laughs> you, yeah. you know but like uh, I don't know I feel like this is before uh, just just canonically this is before Obi Wan knew or, or before Vader. Uh, had encountered Obi-Wan again. And Obi-Wan is all like, oh, old friend, blah, blah, blah. That meeting when they were on the Death Star was their first meeting since the battle on Mustafar. Right. So, That's another one, like, Maul, you don't want to cheapen that moment. Yeah, you don't want to cheapen that moment. You know, you don't want to, oh, yeah, I just saw you, or I saw you again after I, you know, uh, thought I had killed you. So what's going to be what they, what, what will they do if you're Star Wars, like, because you can't do Maul versus, you can't do Kenobi versus Vader, because we talked about that cheap in mm-hmm. uh, episode four. You can't really do Maul versus Kenobi, because we talked about that kind of cheapens Rebels. Less valuable than episode four, obviously, but still unfortunate right. if you did that. What can they do that has the same impact of those two moments? That has that same level of stakes, scale. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a fight or a villain, but yeah, I've heard people mention Dryden Voss and stuff like that. Like, they can include those characters, but what right. is going to be the thing where, I mean, Luke Skywalker has that, like, if you include a kid Luke Skywalker, that has that same, you know, impact of including right. Vader or including Maul. I can also throw out, um, given, you know, the timeline, could you do. Could you bring back Liam Neeson to play Qui Gon as Force? Ooh, Kenny, you're throwing out some some. some you're dropping just some saying, nukes. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that, but I'm throwing that out. Okay, you gotta get, you gotta, you gotta give Kathleen Kennedy a call, Kenny. Okay? Yeah, I know, right? Um, that would be that would be insane. I, I that would make me go like, what? Yeah, in my chair if I saw a Force Ghost Qui Gon. <laughs> I mean, that would be crazy. You know that 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 would be insane. Like if they did that, then I wouldn't. Then like I don't need Maul. I don't need Vader. Do Do you think? And, and they could, like I said, they could do so much with this series. We could see. Uh, I mean, for all you know, we could see uh, Ezra. Ezra Bridger. We could see. Right. Uh, we could see. Uh, Ahsoka Tano. We could see Ahsoka. We could see Dooku. Yeah. Because Dooku was yeah. is, is uh, wait no no he's no, dead you know oh, yeah yeah no, yeah, yeah. No, I was yeah, like Force goes Force goes Dooku yeah. I mean, you could do Yoda. You could do Force Ghosts. Yeah. Um, you could do, yeah, you could just have Yoda. Uh, you could have, you could have so many. Oh, it's like, why did Yoda leave Dagobah? Like, or is it like a Force Channel yeah, thing? Another like, Force Channel. Like like I mean, he did that in Rebels. Yeah, he did where, do it in Where Rebels. he wasn't dead, yeah. but he was just Force projecting yeah. an image to yeah. Ezra. But, uh, but yeah, this, this series, this, there's, there's so much they could do. Yeah. Uh, I, so, gut feeling, you think this gets announced this week? You don't see any gut, gut feel. Yeah, gut feeling <laughs> is is not that it's gonna get announced. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna come for a few or at least a few years. Wow. Well, maybe, I mean, I agree. Maybe, yeah, maybe at least a year. I don't think it's coming for at least a year. Yeah. At the very least. 
I think it gets announced this weekend. I agree that it, we won't we wouldn't see it till twenty one probably, but um, I I I, I think D twenty three the way the people the the insiders and you know Daniel R P K and these people are hyping up D twenty three like yo wait till you see D twenty three there has to be something and if it's not Marvel related which it still could be Marvel related there has to be something that's they talked about it's gonna be bigger than Comic Con right for Marvel or for Disney I mean they they. It was related to Marvel, but it could just be Disney be related. Bigger than Comic Con? That's what they were saying. Like you thought, remember they were like, if you liked, you know, if you thought Comic, you thought Comic Con was crazy. Wait, wait till D twenty three. Yeah. So, if it's not all Marvel related, this would certainly add some heat to anything that Marvel did at D twenty three. When's the Mandalorian coming out? Comic Con. It's coming out with the launch of Disney Plus, yeah. so November. Oh, like this dope. year? Yeah. I think there's a chance that we see Obi Wan in tw- late 2020. 2020, really? I, I think that there's a chance. Yeah. If it gets announced I, this week, I think possibly. especially it's a, considering I, I do think it will get announced this week. I definitely think that they could shoot this. Uh, you know, I I think I like think if late winter, yeah, early winter, late winter, early early spring even, I could see it debuting in October or November. Yeah, I, I mean, because I don't think it's going to be announced. Right, that's right. Exactly. I think if I think if they announce it at D23... That's why I was thinking. Then I think it's possible. Yeah, I just feel like I can't see you... I mean, they could do it, but I'd be, I would be surprised if they're announcing a Star Wars series being like, you'll see it in two years. Like, they can. I'm not saying they, they can't, but I just feel like part of, I think, part of what I think would be like the palpable excitement about it would be like, wow, this is happening not that far from now. And maybe that's why they've waited so long. Because you keep talking yeah. about why have they waited to drop... Why have they waited so long to drop Obi Wan? We know it's gonna happen. We kept talking. We know it's gonna happen. I mean, it makes too much sense. All the pieces that I, that I put together earlier. So why is it taking so long? Yeah. Maybe they just didn't want to have that same thing of like, well, we know we target twenty one to do it, or we targeting, you know, late twenty twenty to do it. Why would we yeah. announce it early twenty nineteen? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. This is it's a lot. Uh, hopefully, we get that announcement. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be, uh, you know, negative. Negative Nancy. I definitely want them to announce Obi Wan. Real quick, real this quick do we get? Uh-huh. Are we getting a trailer for Rise of Skywalker this week? I didn't even think about that. Because we're gonna get. I mean, there's gonna be a Star Wars. Because I, I think we're definitely gonna get a Mandalorian trailer. That's the other one. I think, think we're, we're definitely def- we're definitely yeah, getting a Mandalorian def- trailer. Yeah. At the very least, they'll see it in November. Or not, it'll, it's coming out in November. Yeah, they got out in November. They got, yeah, they got to drop something. They have they, to drop something. They haven't soon. dropped anything. I agree. Yeah, they haven't dropped I agree anything. that they have to drop something soon. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think Mandalorian. We will see. You think it's gonna be put on YouTube? Like it'll be public. Yeah, yeah. Everybody will be able to see. They it. would have to make that public. You'd have to, right? You yeah, want to have a riot? Yeah. yeah that, and do you want people to buy the streaming service? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can't just have people being like you know, movie. <laughs> people at the streaming service. Oh no, people at the D twenty three. Trust me, guys. You got to get that streaming <laughs> service after what we saw. Like that's not gonna work. Like you got to <laughs> yeah. show the people. I think we'll get that. The Rise of Skywalker, I don't have as much of a feel for. I, I think they know. might wait with do the whole Monday night football. Yeah, that's something. That's what I think too. They just seen Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> the Morning America. I would love to like. I would yeah. love to talk to someone from Disney to ask them like, why? I to talk to Bob Iger. I would love to talk to Bob Iger. Bob Iger would be a great interview, probably. <laughs> I would love to just wonder, know what their like psychology is behind, like why they think that that's so successful. Uh, I think. I think. I mean, I know. I remember with Endgame, they did not do that. Which was oh, yeah, crazy. It was like the Monday Night Football. Shocking, yeah. It was shocking. It dropped it just in the morning randomly. And yeah. luckily, I was like, the the job I was doing that day was like kind of BS. So I was able to, like, you know, did watch they do, it. They and did do it for a reaction video. Captain but, Marvel, right? 
Yeah, Captain Marvel, I think, was up on Yeah, it was some one of those things. I Because yeah. uh, to me, I just feel like TV is just so, like, antiquated. That I'm just like, why do they think that... I mean, it's just like, a it's a it's a boost that they that it's like why not you know yeah, what I mean? Also, <laughs> why just drop it on yeah, YouTube? Yeah. It's like we, we own a television network. Yeah, I mean that's just like, we I can, just, I just we can feel boost like, our ratings <laughs> for a day. Why not? Yeah, I guess for me like just like these like events like Comic Con and like D twenty three have so much more. They, like there's so many eyeballs from the fan base that we're talking about that's waiting for something to drop. That it's just weird that they decide. Oh, actually, Good Morning America today we're gonna drop or Monday Night Football when like the crossover appeal really isn't there. Yeah, I mean I think they take the, they take us for granted. You Definitely, know. you're right about that. They're just like, oh, let's show it to you know the 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 middle aged people and yeah. the boomers, and the yeah, the boomers and the people that may, that don't know anything <laughs> about yeah. Star Wars. And the other people they'll come watch and remind them that Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Remind yeah. them that Star Wars exists, yeah. and then the where, other people where's are Harrison come anyway. Ford. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, we're definitely gonna keep updating you guys on this Obi Wan scoop. Hopefully, we get a lot more news upcoming. Hopefully, we get that. And we, next week we can give you more. Yeah, we'll, we'll be giving you more. Hopefully, we'll have trailers to talk about <laughs> next week. Yeah, we certainly, we'll have something regarding all of this stuff. So uh, we'll be keeping a pulse on that. Um, so we had a Star Wars. Resist- There's a bit again another huge scoop. We got Star Wars Resistance. Yes, this came out of nowhere. Yeah, typically uh, we can kind of see these coming. You know, last couple they've kind of been telegraphed. You know, resistance trailers or rebels trailers kind of be like, oh, we're we're feeling a rebels trailer this week. It was yeah. nothing. I mean, yeah, Shamari, you came, you just came and told me, oh, resistance trailer. I was like, what? Yeah, I, I wasn't even thinking about it. And I just see Star Wars resistance trailer. I, uh, you know, I I, I follow Christopher Sean on Instagram. He's all like, oh, thank you so much for all the right, right. well wishes, blah blah blah. Star Wars resistance. I was like, whoa. The I, what I will say about that before we talk about the trailer is, I I don't know if that's more about like. They just did a better job of hiding it, or more about there are less people that care to look for it, or care to wait for it to drop. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Re- Rebels, whenever a trailer came out after season two was an event, it was like, "Whoa, we get a Rebels trailer!" Like this could be life changing. This could be groundbreaking. Resistance and the Resistance season one trailer was huge, yeah. but after season one, you know, it was you know underwhelming to say the least. You know. Um, People now, I think the energy has kind of dropped a little bit. Uh, does seem like they're trying to raise that energy level back up a little bit for season two. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, one of the biggest issues, I think, with the show was, I, I, don't, I just think that because it didn't take itself very seriously, a lot of people didn't take it very seriously. You know? Yeah. You know, I didn't take it very seriously because it didn't take itself very seriously. So, in some ways, it kind of felt like a missed opportunity, but... Um, the one thing I did see about this trailer as well, you know, they definitely are still trying to keep with the vibe of it being loosey goosey, a lot more kid friendly. Um, they definitely did want to also hit those more like serious themes. They did a, had a lot of really, I thought some really cool action splash pages, so to speak, as you would say in comic books, where they really were trying to show, hey, yeah, it's a, a kid show, but we're not messing around this season. So that was a decent sign, you know. I, I think that's still the vibe of the show. I'm not sure if that's something that I would want to pay attention to. But um, you know, the, you know, showing Phasma, showing Kylo Ren at the end, like you know, clearly they're trying to show, yeah. hey, like, yes, if you care, if you care about this medium, uh, in terms of Star Wars, like this is a show you gotta pay attention to. They're yeah. definitely going for it. And I, I don't know if it worked, but it the, to me it was totally different than last year's promotion for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I mean, I thought the I thought the trailer was great. Um, I mean, I thought the, I thought the, I thought season one was very, uh, uh, there was more bad than good. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It was okay. very, very slow. 
um, in leading up to the 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 climax, and uh, there was Kaz just as a main character. I've talked about it, uh, you know, ad nauseum. Where he is just extremely, uh, he's just so bumbling. Yeah. He's so like it's an extreme like level. He's right. bumbling in this trailer too. Bumbling yeah. in the trailer. Yeah, they didn't get rid they, of that. They're, they're not changing him. He's bumbling in this trailer, right. stumbling around, flipping around, doing all this ridiculous stuff. And he's like Finn. If Finn had like no seriousness to him, yeah, like he was just a total clown. Like that's what this kid. <laughs> yeah, <is>. like, <laughs> like it's it's crazy, you know. Like, and I, I like when he, there's there there are a few sparks of hope where he was like very serious and right. towards the end of the first yeah. season. Finale the finale and stuff, where he's actually like being very productive and helping. <laughs> <laughs> what an interesting but, word to use about a yeah, cartoon. Right. He's actually being productive. Yeah, like, actually, yeah. I mean, these people, I mean he, these people have a cause. I mean, they're yeah, trying to right. fight. They're trying to fight oppression. And yeah, like, you know. Yeah, so you need him to be productive. He was <laughs> like, not very productive a lot. Of yeah, so, he's in the way. <laughs> so like, it, so yeah, I had a lot. Of, it took a lot of issue with with Kaz in season one. So hopefully. Uh, you know, he's a little better in season two. I like what they're doing with Tam and her and being in the first order now. Yes, a little bit of a dark uh, storyline. Yeah, it's a very yeah, dark storyline. One of the main crew now in the first order. Just in the first order. Yeah. You know, yeah, I like how they kind of hinted at her having the, the sympathies em, em, sympathies towards the Empire yeah, we, and how yeah, they treated people. Yeah, we kind of saw it coming a little bit yeah. know, throughout the season. They, they, they like, foreshadowed Ooh. it. Yeah, so this is, uh, you know, uh, this is a pretty crazy development. The, the um first of all, you know, EJ mentioned Phasma and Kylo Ren, their inclusion. Yep. I I mean those I mean that, that's major. I mean we talked for a while, like Kylo Ren has to be in the show. I mean it just makes too well, much sense. They, you, they you, name you, yeah, him. yeah, you were saying that, yeah. Yeah, you know, they name dropped once they name dropped him, I was like, he's coming. I, mean, I, I thought he was coming in the finale. He didn't he didn't show up in the finale. But, you know, I mean the fact that we're getting him now is is great, but is there going to be enough of that to satisfy us? Because Rebels had that same problem of like they had such they had the very very high moments where it was as good as any animation like out there, you know, like it was Avatar level, it was Batman animated series level for like you know twenty minutes, but then the rest of it was very meh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This show seems to be like on an even worse level where it turned where it's like. You're gonna get even less of that. Like five minutes of greatness. Yeah, five minutes of greatness potentially, and even more fluff. Yeah. Than like, the right. like Rebels yeah, is fluff. Exactly. It's not as fluffy as this one. Yeah. So, can can Kylo Ren, who's one of the bigger characters in Star Wars history, make up for what the rest of the show may end up being, or can the uh, the rest of the show pick up for the slack that they're that is being left? I don't think we're gonna see Kylo Ren until like the very end of the series. Which which worry and and I don't think he'll show up for very long, which makes sense story wise because he's in we see him in the Last Jedi. Yes. How's he going to show up? This this is leading into the Last Jedi, and eventually at some point I think again very much towards the end of the series is going to go past the Last Jedi, and and then the series will just be over. Yeah. Which speaking of which, what do you guys think of the fact that the series is over? Series is over <laughs> man. Thank series God. Is done. I'm gonna be honest. Thank God. I I just don't like this. This to me, like you know, I was excited for the show when they announced it was happening. The concept of it, just the execution they tried with this, to me, uh, to me, it seemed like kind of a failed experiment. Mm. So uh, I don't know if it's something that with how they were doing it, 
if they would have all of a sudden decided, say, okay, we messed up, let's just make this more like Clone Wars and Rebels, like it, it would have felt weird. Like you couldn't once you did what they did, you couldn't go yeah, back to do something else. So instead of you know continuing for this format of a show for four or five seasons. I'm happier that they would just say, yeah, you know what, this is a chapter. Hopefully. A short, shorter chapter, but, you know, you have your stories. You learn about more about the about the universe, especially the, the Force Awakens universe, so to speak. Um, that that's, in, that, that's important. It's not nothing. But I don't know if it's something I need to see for five, six seasons. Like, I, I, I'm fine with it being over at two. I do want to just make one quick point about what Kendall said. I do like how he kind of merged... Um, like Kylo Ren's, like Kylo Ren's potential impact with like also, uh, you know, fixing the issues that this show had. I think it's a balancing act. I think there's no way that the movie folk are gonna let them allow them to have to have Kylo Ren in every episode or in majority of the season. Right. So I do think to answer mm-hmm. Kendall's question, it is gonna become more of a balancing act. Like, yes, when they use Kylo Ren, and I think he'll be sparingly, he has to have a major impact. It can't just be a Oh look, that's Kylo Ren, and that's it. Like, yes, you gotta make you gotta make him you gotta make him feel us, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Or make us feel him rather, uh, and the other characters feel him and feel his strength. When they At did the that with time, Vader on Rebels, it was it was masterful. It was major. Yeah. yeah, it was masterful. Yeah. And they did a great job with that. And then, but on the flip side, they can't just rely on those moments because those moments are just gonna be few and far between. It's still gonna have to come from also. The, the quote-unquote supporting cast, if we were talking about this as a basketball team, like, right. they're going to have to pick up the weight, too, because we, right. we just, we're not going to get that much from Kylo Ren. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's definitely too Yeah, long. the story, you know, the writing. Right, like, exactly. You know, Kylo Ren's going to be great, but if, if, if it's a mishmash story, the story, look, it definitely seems like they're trying to do more. Like, there's more, you know, aliens, there's more, like, there's different stuff that will be interesting, because remember, this is in the sequel trilogy, where we don't have that many stories still. Still, kind of a relatively new. Like, if this was an original trilogy show, like Rebels, I and we talked about this Rebels at times. I was, it got boring because it was like, all right, just rehashing the same. Oh, you know, the Ewoks and the Mandalorians and the this and the that, and it's like, you know, something like something like Resistance. If they introduce new content and new, or taking right. stuff from Force Awakens and expanding it, that that's that's revolutionary. That's stuff that. You know, it's new new Star Wars lore. So, yeah. in that regard, it's interesting. But in terms of the show ending, I mean, if you would have told me this before the show premiered, I'd be like, "This is disappointing, man." I mean, it's a two series, a two season run. Um, based off last season, I'm not I'm not gonna shed a tear for Resistance. It's unfortunate. Look, Dave Filoni will not be out of work. You know, Dave Filoni, this isn't Dave Filoni's last project with Star Wars. This isn't, you know, they aren't firing him because they're canceling Rebels. <laughs> like, he's fine. And I assume we'll get more from him. You've got Clone Wars coming out. Does yeah, this Clone suggest maybe there's a future for Clone Wars? Maybe there's a spinoff similar to Clone Wars? Um, they, Star Wars animation is still too popular for, them to ju- for me to think they're just going to give up on it. Because that's what they would be doing. If they were like, no Resistance, no Clone Wars after it premieres. Oh, yeah, no, something else is coming. Yeah, I think something else is coming. I think Filoni is still... Uh, he's he's His his bread and butter is animation. Exactly. And they're not going to get rid of Filoni. He's too valuable. So I think they're going to... Yeah, if, somebody, if they get rid of him, someone else will pick him up. Netflix. Yeah, someone else is going to pick him up. And they just be... Warner Bros. I think the same Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and they just be getting rid of Prime... 
storytelling and, and creative <laughs> development talent, and why would they do that? Yes, that doesn't make any, that doesn't make any sense. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think we're gonna get something else. Um, I'm kind, I'm kind of sad. I'm, I was hoping to see more. Hopefully, to see the series develop, turn to something more serious, something more mature, something more, uh, you know, just something more than what it was. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a little sad. I was because uh, uh, that was the, my, part of my excitement for the series was, oh snap, they're gonna go past episode nine. Yes. What are we gonna see? And it's like nothing. We're not gonna see nothing. Was what do you think this is the plan all along? Yeah, hey, yeah, I think so. I think it was. Unfortunately. Yeah. And the way they made the show makes you suggest maybe that's why. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Maybe they felt like maybe Filoni came into this knowing this is only a two year run. Yeah, anyway. it's not something we could put on for five so years. Let's it's not make it to get keep getting eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, let's not make it like super serious. And and you know, none of the from what I've seen, none of the cast or anybody seemed particularly sad. You know, or anything. They weren't right. like, Oh, we didn't get picked out for season three. Yeah, sorry the, guys. You know, or anything like that. They were just like so high for it. I'm just like so last season. The, the, the conclusion. I'm like conclusion. You know, did they say that? They didn't say this at a. I'm sure the people at that were at that panel at celebration were yeah, pretty no. surprised. Yeah. Uh, but but and yeah. and maybe that's why they've been able to get so many big names. Like they get all the guys. Yeah, movies. probably. Yeah. They got Donald Faison playing hype Faison. Like they they were able to get people that have yeah. reps because, I mean. It's a short project. It's a short project. You know, you're not yeah. going to be attached to this for five, six, seven years grinding. Yeah. Uh, but all right, so that's the news for Resistance. So, um, uh, again, I, I think Filoni, I think it'll be interesting to see what Filoni is going to do next. Um, I, I We know he's working on The Mandalorian with uh, uh, with uh, Favreau, or he worked on The Mandalorian with Favreau. Yes. So I'm hoping we he gets kind of a transition more towards I think whatever action. he does will be Disney+. Plus. I like outside of the Clone Wars, obviously. But whatever, if we get a new project from Filoni, I think it'll be a Disney Plus probably, series, live probably. action or animated. And, you know, that's where he should live. The Disney Look, XD the sooner stuff. he, the closer he gets to to that's Kathleen hot. Kennedy's position. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Kathleen Kennedy, the better. Or uh, the other girl that they just promoted. Yeah, the other girl that's the head of everything live action, apparently. I forget her name. No disrespect to her. Uh, but I think Filoni should be at that position. Um, uh, but uh, EJ, you, are you, were you sticking around for these next few topics? Uh, what's next? What are we doing Ryan Johnson next one? No, well, I mean, we could do Ryan Johnson next. I was going to talk about Kylo Ren. He's getting a comic book series. Yeah, I'll talk about Kylo Ren for a sec. All right, yeah, so head off. all right, so we we have Kylo Ren. Uh, as you just heard me say, he's getting a comic book series. This is the third big scoop that we've got uh, from our hiatus. A comic book series, uh, Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren. It's going. It's dropping in December. Uh, it's, uh, it's so it's gonna be. I think it's a it's gonna be a very limited run. I don't think it's gonna be like a very long, particularly long series. Yeah. But uh, it is kind of dropping close to the Force Awakens, and it's being written by Charles Soule, uh, who wrote um, the spectacular Darth Vader comic. Uh, that was that uh, the re- most recent Darth Vader run, which is spectacular. And the uh, Poe Dameron comic, which is also surprisingly, uh, I thought spectacular. I thought yeah, <laughs> I thought I was a big fan of it. Yeah, I thought it was fabulously done. It was probably my favorite Star Wars comic while it was ongoing. So I'm extremely excited for this. He literally says it's the comic that you've all been like waiting to see. Right. Surrounding Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren. Who are these guys? Yeah. What have they been doing? 
this is what it is. And I'm writing it. I'm like, that's just, oh. So I am through the moon. I am extremely, extremely excited about this. Um, uh, you know, for all the people that are Kylo Ren fans, which I, I wouldn't say I'm turning into a Kylo Ren fan, but The Last Jedi, I think, I think gave him some much needed uh, development. Definitely. You know, and uh, so I, I, I definitely am get, gaining more respect for his character. I definitely want to see more of of his story, and and find out more about the Knights of Ren and how they became the Knights of Ren. I never really expected them to uh, tell that story on film necessarily, uh, or at least not not in the way that it would be told in a comic or a TV show. Definitely. Yeah, I thought it would be animation. But yeah, I know we we had speculated that too that it yeah. might be told in a TV uh, yeah. animated show or something. Yeah, I, I think that this is uh, I think this is, I think this is the right way to do this. Honestly, I think that um, the problem with animation is, I mean, I you're, just, you're not gonna do show like you're not gonna do Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren as a TV. It's yeah, you're not gonna do a TV show. It's yeah. gonna be the show. The last the show could involve them heavily, but right. it's just not gonna. It's gonna be about someone else, and then there would be a factor. I think that this show in itself is important. I mean, excuse me, this book is important. It's the right uh, venue to do it because so much of what we want to learn more about Kylo Ren is kind of his psychology. Yeah. And the best way to kind of really explore those kind of things are in books. Comic books. Like, yeah. comic yeah. books like are the perfect way, besides, like, novels, like, comic books are the perfect way to kind of, like, really, like, get behind, like, the motivations behind these characters. So yes. much of Kylo Ren is a mystery. So I think that it was smart for them to. I, I think maybe they're a little, a little, were a little slow. I mean, yeah, they, they, they their window is, is closing. Yeah, this is something yeah. they probably <laughs> should have done a long time like ago. Last year, yeah, yeah, like definitely, just something they could have done already. But now that they are doing it, I agree with Shan. There's a reason to be excited about that because yeah. um, this is the guy and this is the crew that we we really, besides Ray's like history, is the one that, thing that everyone has questions about. It's exactly, just like, and Snoke. What you makes know, it? Yeah, Snoke. and Snoke. Like what makes this dude tick, and like you know what who are the random, how the nice random what happened to him like, okay, last Jedi definitely gave us some development in terms of like when the turn happened perhaps, but like, okay, how do you get to then becoming Kylo Ren? Like, how do we go that far from being Ben Solo Kylo Ren? And um, I agree that that this is a good this is a great news I think for Star Wars fans. I mean, seeing what and I agree with everything you just said, EJ. And seeing what he would, what Charles Soule was able to do with Darth Vader, I mean, what he, how he was able to expand his character. I feel like I feel like I watched another. I feel like I feel like in reading that series, I feel like I watched the Vader movie that everyone keeps yeah, going it, crazy and smart. asking. Yeah, for. you you were Mister. I don't want to see a Vader movie. I was Mister. I don't want to see a Vader movie. You're like, who cares about Vader? And then I read that comic. I was like, oh snap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, that was just." I, I mean, the emotional complexity in in that final. As I said that final uh, issue of the Vader comic is probably my favorite comic book, maybe my favorite comic book issue ever, because it it really goes into the emotional complexity and the the pain that Vader is in constantly. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and you know what he's trying to fight through in in in. And, and that he is a good person, but he just is just suffering and he's yeah, angry. He's, he's going off the deep end. He just, he's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. The, um, um, so it's it's really, really uh, something to behold. Yeah. Um, 
when it comes to these these these, these projects, like, what like I obviously I said like ideally like it would have been it, it you can hit a larger audience if you do it animated if you do it you know in the mm-hmm. movies you know like the ideal scenario would be like the way Rebels did the the Vader Ahsoka thing where like everyone would see Ahsoka Tano and Vader. Yes. Clash at some point. Yes. They could have told that in a comic yes, or a true. novel, yeah, and it would have been equally great. But like seeing it in animation, it be, it blew up. Everyone was like, "Yo, this was great!" Like people that you really didn't yeah. watch Clone Wars. Yeah, like, I didn't watch Clone Wars, and I, like, I watched was, it. This is crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, this will this will still have an impact, and this is one of those things where like like the Avatar: Last Airbender, like when that show came off, the biggest cliffhanger was what. What happened with Zuko and his mom? And people wanted to know what happened for people that watched that show. And they told that in a comic. In a comic series. Like, the story is yeah. out there. It, it may have been, like, it's not maybe as fleshed out as maybe you would have liked. And there's probably still some mystery around it. But they, they explored, they continued that storyline in a comic series. And continued plenty of Avatar stories in comic form. But it doesn't have the exposure that it would have if... They did it right. in, in in the animated form. So, I mean, what I told Shamari, we had this discussion a couple of weeks ago. I don't know why Star Wars, and we talk about where Dave Filoni could have an impact post-Resistance. I don't know why Star Wars, they have all these great stories that they're telling in novel and comic form. Why don't they start adopting animated movies? I think mm. if Star Wars decided to do animated movies with Dave Filoni, who's already done one, he did a Clone Wars movie before the show came out, like... So when they could tell these kind of stories. When you say animated movies, do you mean animated movies uh, in theaters in the Disney Pixar realm, or you mean animated? movies? I mean, like I was thinking movies? like 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 how DC has Batman Hush or Batman Okay right. know, Year One or things of that nature. I mean, you can do the theatrical release, but I was thinking Disney Plus or you know anything else, or put it on a t- on on Disney XD if you want. But I think animated movies gives them the 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 space to tell a story like this I mean if they did an animated movie with, about this story everyone would buy this like yep. I don't know if it'd be good I mean I have faith in Dave Filoni I have faith yeah. in the story that they can tell <laughs> right. but I can't guarantee it'd be good I can't guarantee the animation would be great but if they put the time and the work into it it'll make money <laughs> so I mean that that would be my pitch to, to, to Lucasfilm is why not invest in animated movies but um, I mean this story is going to be incredible you know, like you yep. said, Charles Soule, he also claims he's working on another Star Wars project that we don't know yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says he's working, <laughs> working on something else, which I'm like, good. Yeah. <laughs> You're too talented to not be working on something else. So, I mean, I mean, look, I'm, I'm excited for Kylo Ren uh, and what, what's in store for his story. Mm-hmm. Um, and when's this coming out? December. December. So it's going to lead right into... Leads right into so, the Rise of Yeah, I, I think that's not a coincidence, obviously, you know. That, I think we're going to get a lot about Kylo Ren's character in that movie. And a lot of it will be prefaced by this book. Yeah. Uh, all right. So EJ uh, will be leaving us. So uh, we're going to continue on with the show here. Thanks for, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, and I'll be, I'll always be back welcome. soon. You're always welcome. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> all right. So... Uh, so moving on, and also very quickly, uh, just uh, before we jump before we jump into the next topic, uh, uh, and this is just something that I just blended in with the Rise of Skywalker, but we also got a cover for 
um, or, or with the Kylo Ren. We also got a cover for the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary, oh, and it has a Knight of Ren on right on the front of that joint. Interesting. So I we are definitely seeing the Knights of Ren in this movie. Probably heavily, prom- probably, probably know, very prominent, very prominent, and very very clearly because he's very clearly on the cover of this uh, on the cover of this uh, Visual Dictionary. Yes. So that I think is very it's good not going to be in some rainy, not some rainy vision. dark thing where you can't see what's going on. It's going to be on the screen for half a second. Yeah. You got to pause it. To, you got to get the DVD. Yeah, you got to see the movie. You got to watch the Emergency Awesome Breakdowns. You got to watch <laughs> all the all the YouTube videos explaining what it is. But no, they're going to be in this movie. Uh, featured prominently, so that's JJ Abrams, man. That's my guy, Kendall's guy. I've been Team JJ. Team you know. hashtag Team JJ. <laughs> hashtag get Trevorrow out of here. Hashtag get <laughs> Ryan Johnson out of here. Uh, chill. Hashtag give JJ Star Wars. Now we're Colin Trevorrow. We're, we're happy that you you can find work in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but all right, so moving on to our next topic. So <laughs> hashtag Abrams is uh, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no. nope. Uh, all right, so uh, next topic here. So we're gonna be talking about the two people working on the next trilogy. So Ryan Johnson, oh, three people, or uh, three people, the two teams. There we go. <laughs> working on the next trilogy, uh, Ryan Johnson and then Benioff and Weiss. So Ryan Johnson uh, was recently uh, uh, talking to uh, the Observer. And uh, they 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 asked him about uh, his approach to this new uh, uh, to the new Star Wars series, uh, or yeah, basically the new Star Wars trilogy that he has, which again still sounds strange for me to say. It's it's very uh, you know, and and I I've, of course I have no nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with Ryan Johnson. I, I like I said I personally enjoyed the Last Jedi. I think it's a very good movie, uh, but I still think it's weird giving someone a trilogy. Based on even one movie, or before the movie even comes out, I, I think that's he must have had one hell of a pitch, honestly. Um, but uh, so, in speaking with the observer, he said he in 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 response to that he says uh, we're doing something that steps beyond the legacy characters. What does that look like? To me, uh, the blue sky element of it is what is most striking about it. He says, uh, "I know the way I'm coming at it, and what's fun about it for everyone." in George Lucas films is figuring out what's the next step. It really makes you think and figure out what the essence of Star Wars is for me and uh, what that will look like moving forward. So he's really approaching this as a sandbox project. And it seems like that's that's what Lucasfilm gave him is a sandbox. <laughs> Which is strange. crazy to me. They've, uh, I mean, they don't, they don't really do that. They don't. They, they, they don't do that. Supposed to be the, the story group. <laughs> Hidalgo says yes or no. Yes. To, like this, very is, this fits into the Star Wars universe. <laughs> very specific story. Very specific characters. So I'm, you know, so he's just they just gave him the keys to the car. He's just he's just giving him the Lucas like sandbox to just make what story you think is interesting. Um, though to be fair, he may have given them some kind of pitch, but in regards to what he wants to do. But even so, he's, he seems he's still approaching it with a very very open mindset. So he's, he doesn't seem to be limited too much. Uh, so that is um, I mean, this was announced in twenty seventeen. This was announced a very long time ago. This was announced in twenty seventeen. So that was almost three years ago now. So I mean, this is uh, I mean, he has a trilogy. He still he still has a trilogy. They haven't said he doesn't have a trilogy anymore. He's talking about it, and I mean, it's happening. 
he's talking about it. It's happening. Uh, Kendall, what is what do you think about Ryan Johnson's trilogy and and his approach uh, to his trilogy? Um, I'm still not 100 percent convinced it's happening. All right, Kendall, still uh, yeah, I'm still not convinced because if you look at the calendar, we know we're getting ace. We know we're getting three Star Wars movies after this, uh, Ryan Skywalker movie. That they're separated by like two years each, I believe. So we assumed, I mean, I guess that's a trilogy. That could be his. Could be Benioff and Weiss. Could be both of theirs. Uh, with the third one overlapping somewhere. But, like, like there's no guarantee that's not Benioff and Weiss. And that Brian Johnson is, 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 is has been put on the shelf. I just, it, it just seems anti what Bob Iger would do, given how... Last Jedi sort of underperformed that he would then say we're going to move forward with giving this guy a trilogy with something that we didn't already have we weren't already like dying to make to begin with mm. like I would understand if this was like yeah Ryan Johnson is just going to adapt he's going to do an Ahsoka Tano trilogy like and that they Bob Iger and Kathleen Kennedy just love the Ahsoka Tano so much they were like we got to got to do a, uh, an Ahsoka trilogy and Ryan Johnson's the perfect guy. He gives the perfect pitch. And we're going to move forward with this regardless of what Last Jedi was. But this is going to be more of Last Jedi. Like, we just liked Ryan Johnson so much that it was like, do more movies for us. In the Star Wars universe. Whatever way you can find a way to fit a Star Wars story, do it. And yeah. we'll pay you for it. And they didn't move off that. They, I mean, they're literally telling. We talked about in Hero Talk, you know, Ryan Reynolds. We're we're changing Deadpool because you guys didn't make money. Fox, you guys have been bleeding money for us, so we're, we're probably going to change Deadpool. We're changing all the Marvel Fox stuff, and but they're they're afraid to tell Ryan Johnson, no, your your new story that you're trying to invent isn't going to work. I mean, I mean, it just it just looking at it numbers wise, Last Jedi is the highest grossing Star Wars movie to date. Yes, it did make money, and maybe that's what they're saying to themselves. I mean, and just but, just in terms of them not canning him, you right? Know, in the way in the in the way that in the right, way that right, you right. describe, because I feel like they would have done that if if it didn't sell. That's true, but it, that's true. Now, my my only thing with that is they gave him the trilogy before the joint even came out, right? So if it did okay, you know, th- th- that would that wouldn't necessarily have been any cause for them to cancel his trilogy. So they are just either way they're extremely invested in him, and it's surprising to me. Um, and I thought the last guy was good, but I didn't think it was Lucas good. I mean, I didn't think it was this guy's next Spielberg good, you know. Uh, so I don't know. Um, that uh, annoyed me, man. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, Kendall, <laughs> uh, you know, one of the people that did not enjoy the last Jedi as much. Um, <laughs> uh, but. Look, I mean, he's getting his trilogy. We're going to see how his trilogy goes. He's playing with the sandbox, you know, so it'll it'll either be... It's going to be something very different. It'll either be in the past. It'll either be in the future. It may be in another galaxy. We don't know what he's doing. He could do anything. <laughs> it could be anything. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what it is. Um, uh, and it's such a blank slate in having nothing to do with the Skywalkers. And could have nothing to do with. I mean, I, I think I think the force has to be included in some aspect, 
Because otherwise, yeah, yeah, why, they otherwise, be, why, otherwise, why even call it Star Wars? Yeah, they said it's gonna be completely disconnected from the Star Wars saga. That's what they say. I mean, what does that even mean? I mean, it, it, it's got to be Star Wars. It can't just be Star Wars anymore. What is making I mean, this like, Star Wars? I mean, Knights of the Old Republic is disconnected. But Skywalker. there's Force users and lightsabers all over the place. Well, it's not saying it's not Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. They say it's completely disconnected. I'm like, well, from Skywalker. I mean, from Skywalker, right. Right. What? Yeah, okay. So, I mean, if, if there's no Anakin, there's no... Right, yes. You know, right. Luke, you know... Yes, absolutely. It would have to be... Yeah, that's It would right. have to be probably pre... Either pre-episode one, or... Or it would post just have to be everything. <laughs> yeah, post everything. Or just on some outskirt Some crazy way, way... Literally nothing to do with the Empire and the... Yeah, the, uh, it's in, like, the unknown regions. Right, in the unknown regions, something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of, what is this? Uh, so, there's also some stuff going on with Benioff and Weiss and Netflix, and a deal they signed with them, and the deal that they signed with Lucasfilm, and there's a, a lot of corporate speak, a lot of lawyers speak. Well, maybe not, maybe maybe not lawyers speak, but a lot of a lot of contract signing and and, and things things of that nature to digest. Uh, so, Kendall, can you can you let everybody know what, what exactly is going on? Yes. So, uh, Benioff and Weiss, um, whatever their names are, was it BD Weiss and something Benioff? Uh, <laughs> David Benioff and DB in DB Weiss. There we go. David Benioff and DB Weiss. Cheese, cheese, yeah, whatever their names are. Yeah, whatever their names are. You know, Lord and Miller, Benioff and Weiss. You know, they're all the same. So, you know, they're 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 a tandem duo that. Obviously, they they've been the the, the showrunners of uh, Game of Thrones. You know, it's kind of been the the architects of Game of Thrones, and they uh, they just they've been on the block. You know, it's become the new thing in filmmaking. Is we just saw it with JJ Abrams. We talked about it. One of our last Imperials signed a big deal. Warner Brothers, him and Bad Robot. Well, Benioff and Weiss, they put themselves on the open market to all these different mega tech companies, Netflix. Hulu or who's Disney, but Disney, you know, Google, Apple, right. you know, Warner Brothers, name them, Amazon, you name them all, they all reached yeah. out, you know, there's only about eight companies nowadays that own everything, yeah. but uh, <laughs> regardless, um, well, Benioff and Weiss, despite the fact that they have the Star Wars movie intact, uh, signed with Netflix. The, 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 the terms of the deal, five years, as much as $300 million for Manny Off and Weiss. So, I mean, what does that mean for Star Wars? Now, yeah, 150 mil each. Yeah, I know, does right? Does that still put them as not making as much as Berlanti? Yeah, I mean, no, individually. Anyone, to anyone that doesn't know not. Berlanti is, Greg Berlanti is running the CW Arrow, yeah. Arrowverse In superhero universe. universe at, uh, guy is making a, a several yeah. truck tons of yes. money. Five hundred million. Five hundred million dollar deal, uh, for one guy. Yeah. Man, Jesus Christ. But but <laughs> but yeah. So Benioff and Weiss are making a lot of money. They're making a lot of money to do this Netflix stuff, which is great for Netflix and great for people that love Game of Thrones and love their stories. But if you were excited about a Benioff, Benioff and Weiss Star Wars movie, is this a cause for concern? What we've heard is they may still do the. Well, I mean, as far as we know, May, I mean, it hasn't been announced or anything, but the plan seems to be they will still at least do one Star Wars movie, but the idea of them doing a trilogy, they may start it off, and then it gets moved to another person. That could be the, the move, but the the go, the running theory right now is that it'll still be 
at least one movie, according to the Hollywood Reporter. They said sources say the Thrones pair is writing a treatment of uh, is writing a treatment for a Star Wars trilogy and is committing is and is committed to penning at least one of the films. So it's not completely done, but um, any future we we thought we were seeing with Benioff and Weiss and Star Wars is down the drain. And that's twice now. Disney has not opted to give these guys these contracts. You know, I think they just they probably say to themselves it's not worth it. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I feel like Disney is very, um, uh, well, when it comes to Disney making this deal, I feel like this was probably something more along the lines of Kathleen Kennedy's purview, where she would have been the one to offer these guys this kind of deal. And, I mean, Disney can, can still, well, I mean, I, I mean, Iger can snap his fingers and make anything out. Yeah, Iger can be like, like, (laughs) yeah, you guys do Star Wars, you're also doing a Marvel movie. And you're also gonna do, you know, the next Lion King. You're in Lion King 2.5 or 1.5. You know, I mean, but they had no interest. I mean, they had no interest. They they made a bid, but they had no interest in matching whatever Netflix gave them. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that, and look, you know, I'm I'm one of those disappointed Game of Thrones people. Watched the finale and was like, this is not good yes i mean maybe, i mean maybe that had maybe, something to yeah. do with it I, yeah it wouldn't you know surprise me. i mean the guys that got finished the story uh, that had the story land uh land so poorly uh, are they going to be the ones that you're going to pay 800 million dollars or whatever right uh to run everything at your all the storytelling or well not all the storytelling but but make several stories for your flagship Look, I mean, franchise. Netflix, they just gave, just a couple years ago, they gave Lucas an $8 billion deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Look, all right, I didn't know, I didn't, I don't know, something was up with me that day. <laughs> I just read $8 billion, I was like, all right, yo, you heard about Net- Lucas's Netflix? <laughs> you heard about this Netflix? Eight, $8 billion. <laughs> I, was like, I was just like, there's no way that's true. There's no way they gave $8 billion. He sold Star Wars for four. <laughs> They're like, he doubled that? <laughs> that, dude, that dude's one of the richest men on the planet. No. He's worth oh, at least twelve billion. Lucas, uh, Lucas, <laughs> Lucas is out here making deals just for his brain. <laughs> for eight dollars to make movies for it, eight, eight, eight billion dollars to make movies. Eight billion dollars. Just hand out some pocket change to make another, uh, another whatever movie for. Yeah, now, exactly. Eight billion dollars. But yeah, that's crazy. Um. But yeah, so I don't know. Benny but he's kind of old now. <laughs> yeah, I mean this net, this George Lucas now. <laughs> he's not his prime. Giving him eight billion dollars. Yeah, like no, that's not gonna happen. Um, but uh, but yeah, this Benioff and Weiss. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the the guys are very talented. I mean, I feel like that's. I feel like that you can't really question that at this point. It's just a matter of what. Um, uh, well, what do you what do you feel better about? What do you feel is more likely to happen, a Ben Affleck Weiss movie or a Ryan Johnson movie? You even forget trilogy. What's more like trilogies? I don't. I don't buy that any trilogy is. In place. <laughs> They're gonna get a movie, and Bob Iger can axe it wherever he wants. Because that's a clause in the contract. Yeah, exactly. I'm, he's not signing on any three movie deal or whatever. Jeez. All they right. can, they can I mean, look, that. if they're saying he has a trilogy, then maybe he just has a trilogy, like the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Is the Planet of the Apes trilogy. trilogy. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what, which movie was more likely to happen between those two. Uh, I mean, I mean, I say Ryan Johnson just cause he's he talking already, about it. <laughs> he's talking about it. He made a movie with them already. He made them a whole lot of money. 
and he's not signed. He's not contractually obligated not contractually. to another <laughs> another company, yeah, another media outlet, another so, media company. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Johnson. He's definitely gonna come out with something. I mean, I lean Benny off and Weiss because it's kind of the opposite. It's similar to what you're saying, but it's the opposite in that, like, because Ryan Johnson did something for them that, while you're you're warm and right, it, it it was a success from commercial critic. I mean, not fan, but critic success. Um, you know, kind of underwhelming and led led to a lot of a lot of strife with Disney's equity Star Wars fans and. Uh. Um, it's hard for me to think that they're just gonna. When Iger was talking about we're doing a Star Wars slowdown because of Last Jedi, more or less that and Solo, that he's then gonna make the guy who made Last Jedi. We're gonna give him another movie. <laughs> the next one we're doing after Rise of Skywalker. After J.J. Abrams is likely. I, I mean, we don't know what's gonna happen with Rise of Skywalker, but right now, seemingly could potentially save the day, quote unquote, and be the savior. I, Star Wars. I don't think I, I. I'm telling you, I don't think they see Ryan Johnson as anything negative. Right. I don't think they're on the 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 forums. I don't think they're on the uh, out of touch, man. I don't think they're watching the YouTube videos. They're not reading the comments. They're not talking to the people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in and getting a sense of what the feeling was for the Last Jedi, and it's in in the fan base. I'm talking in the fan base. They may have sent polls out to rant just generic whatever audience. And gotten feedback, but just in the fan in the Star Wars fan base, I don't think they're talking to people, you know, because it's very split. So they they see Ryan Johnson as you know this kind of person that's just going to make them a lot of money, brilliant, quote unquote, brilliant filmmaker. I think he's a very good filmmaker, uh, but I think they I think they're putting him on like some kind of crazy pedestal because they gave him a trilogy. So I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I think they're putting him on a pedestal. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, alright, so, to wrap up this show, this show was a little, slightly longer than usual, but, uh, just to wrap it up here, I want to talk about Alphabet Squadron, because I didn't get a chance to talk about Alphabet Squadron. Um, so I finished reading Star Wars Alphabet Squadron quite a while ago, actually, a few weeks ago, I think I finished it. Um, but, uh, that novel is, uh, very, very well done. Um, now, uh, it's... Uh, just to quickly, quickly give—I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm just gonna give a quick uh, description of the novel itself. Um, it's basically surrounding this uh, uh, this ex uh, Tie Fighter pilot um, uh, who was a member of, uh, I believe, it was Shadow Squadron, uh, which was a, a uh, Tie Fighter. Uh, it's an elite TIE fighter group. There's always an elite, some kind of yeah, elite yeah, stormtrooper yeah. group, TIE fighter group. There are an elite TIE fighter group. Um, uh, she was a member of this group. She left, uh, joined the rebellion, and and ended up and ends up leading a group of fighters. Who they use all kinds of different fighters, which is why they're called Alphabet Squadron because they have the A wing, the B wing, the Y wing, the X wing, the U wing. So they they gain the nickname Alphabet Squadron. Um, so uh, throughout this book, they do several missions. Some go good, some go not so good, which I like. I like that you you, you see their successes, you see their failures. You know, there's a lot of character building and and, and team intermingling in this book that worked really well. 
And I feel like Freed, he has, Alexander Freed, he has a talent for this. Uh, it was the same thing in, um, uh, what was the one? Twilight Company. Right. Battlefront Twilight Company. We had these characters and in wartime, kind of kind of naturally forming a bond that you wouldn't nor- they wouldn't normally form. So uh, you see that happening here in this book, and this is the first of three. Uh, so I'm very, very excited to see it develop. Uh, and you get some pretty cool cameos in the book as well. Like Harrison Dula is a person that comes up in the book frequently. Interesting. So that's very, very fascinating. It's very fun to see because you see her as a general, uh, which you don't see often in really anything. Yeah, uh, I think I only saw her as a general. Uh, I think she showed up in the Star Wars comic as well, a few times. But, um, but yeah, she was she was definitely a, a presence in this book and a strong presence, a commanding presence in this book. So you get to see why she was such a big, uh, such a big deal in the rebellion, um, and uh, that was really cool to see. But yes, I absolutely recommend Alphabet Squadron. Uh, it is very, I think it's very well written. It's very well written, very entertaining. And it gets better as it keeps going, which I think is rare for some of these books. Uh, some of them, they kind of lag a little bit. They sag a little bit. You know, you get a little, oh, okay, all right, where are we going? No, no, no. no this one, you kind of, the intensity just kind of keeps going up. Yeah. So uh, I think it's good, and I think uh, it's going to keep going up because this is the first of the trilogy. And I think it started off on a very good note. So that's very different from Aftermath. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> which is Aftermath, the last one like that. Last one. all hype. And yeah, had all this blank. crazy hype. Oh, Wendy and Wendy turned it around. He did turn it around. Absolutely, the second and the third one were very good. Um, but uh, the first one was not good, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. But this one, I think, is starting off on a very solid note. For the first, uh, first Alphabet Squadron book was very good. Are you reading uh, Thrawn as well, right? I'm reading Thrawn Treason. That I will be finished with very soon. Actually, I finished most of it. So I should. That will be done within the next few weeks. Absolutely. Cool. Um, so I'll be able to talk about that as well. Um, and, and I guess I'll also talk about this whole Thrawn trilogy because I have a lot to say about it, to be completely honest with you. Some good, some bad. So, mm. so, uh, mm. so not be, I won't be bashing, bashing, uh, Zahn, Zahn basher, get off my podcast. No, but I won't be bashing Timothy Zahn or anything like that. Um, but look, there's some good, some bad, you know, like this, look, it's just, it's life, you know? <laughs> So I will be talking about this Thrawn trilogy and Thrawn treason um, uh, in uh, one of these coming podcasts. So be on the lookout for that. But all right. So that'll do it for this show. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Again, my, our apologies for the hiatus. We had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But we will be getting back to our regularly uh, regularly scheduled podcasts. Kendall, this is your last time in studio for Imperial more than likely. Yeah. Uh, so Kendall will be going back to uh, his regularly scheduled uh, appearances, know, appear- you know, appearances phone, remotely. But, uh, yes. uh, but I mean, he'll be back occasionally as well to, to do podcasts in the studio as well. Uh, all right. So that'll be it for this podcast. This is um, your host, Shamari Jones by Kendall. And we will see you guys next time. Everything you will do, and everything you will do, just make the force be with you.